What's up, everybody? This is Roderick. Thanks for tuning in. Today's podcast is called Great Persecution Equals Great Revival. Stay tuned. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, Today's podcast uh, is called Great Persecution Equals Great Revival. Um, Something, as I was reading the book of Acts, and I'm continuing to read the book of Acts, is something that stuck out to me. And I just wanted to uh, share this with you all um, because it's pivotal to the times that we're living in right now, Um, especially what happened last year in 2020. It's just the beginning of sorrows and the beginning of persecution, per se, in the Western culture. Like everywhere else, like Middle East Christians, I mean, you got China, Russia, uh, North Korea. I mean, you got different areas that already experienced great persecution. And as you look and like research and notice, it was something distinctly different uh, what was happening there. And it was similar to what was happening in the early church, um, because people think like when persecution happens that you supposed to back off. But no, it, it's, it provokes us as Christians, as believers to uh, do what the word says and believe what the word says and act upon the word. And as you see and you read. In the book of Acts, you notice that it was great revival. And you notice, as I'm going to uh, read from uh, Acts chapter 8, that you realize that uh, with great persecution, it provokes. And God uses that. That's his strategy. <laughs> you can look at it. The strategy of the Lord uses great persecution. And, it, and it, from that, it equals great revival. And I want to get into that in this short segment because it's just important for Every believer that's listening. Now, if you're not listening, if you're not a believer and you're listening to this, I always give an opportunity uh, to everyone that haven't received Jesus as their Lord and Savior uh, to receive him by the end of this podcast. So stay with me on this podcast. So, uh, But, like I said, um, give you the formula, formula and, um, and several things that you need to know the result of the persecution. So it's a, it's a great joy. That noticing what's going on in the world, how they are persecuting, persecuting the church and it's increasing in the Western world that, you know, that, hey, something's going to happen. Like, you need to be in uh, expectation and anticipation. Like, listen, something's going to happen because out of that, out of we read in the early church, look what happened with them when they was persecuted right after they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came and it was endured with power. Um, that's what you need. Uh, you need the power of the Holy Spirit to endure, to be strong in confidence, to be a witness uh, for Jesus in these last days. So I want to read from Acts chapter 8 uh, real fast. And this Acts chapter 8, and it reveals uh, some things that we need to know as believers, as Christians, uh, when, when great persecution comes, what should we be doing and what are the results of that? So. It says this uh, at chapter eight. Now, Saul was consenting to his death, talking about Stephen. This is right after the, Stephen got martyred and and Saul, you know, before he became Apostle Paul, was persecuting the church. So this is like it's starting to increase. So uh, continue on. It says at that time, a great persecution. There we go. Arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the region of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Now skip down to verse four. It said, therefore, 
those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. So let's stop there. It says those who were scattered because of the great persecution went everywhere preaching the word. So that's the first thing that notice as when great persecution comes equals great revival. People was preaching the word. They uh, Philip, it says that Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. So that shows you right there that the number one thing we should be doing in the midst of persecution is preaching the word, um, not backing down from the word, um, not a spirit of fear coming upon the body of Christ in the Western world. You start to see that it grip the body of Christ and now it's being released. I see it's being removed, but a lot of people are still in fear. You got to understand that when persecution comes against the church, all this was planned to try to shut down the church. Um, but you realize that during that time, we we don't back down. You know, we preach the word and preach the word with boldness. I mean, you can read in Acts chapter four and go back to that when um, uh, when the apostles got arrested and the church saw that and they didn't back down what they do. They prayed for boldness. So that's another thing. You, you know, as a Christian, as a believer, you got to understand that, you know, we don't back down. We preach the word despite. The opposition, despite the persecution that's happening. And from that, if you saying, oh, man, like, man, this is persecution is heavy. The, what the, the early church do? They you read the book of Acts and it shows you the formula and they they prayed for boldness. They didn't go and hide. They didn't go back and say, no, uh, we're, we're going to hide until this persecution passes by. Like, no, they prayed for boldness and they continue on into the streets um, to the marketplaces preaching Christ um, so that's another thing that happened and as you read it says in the multitudes uh, with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip and, and hearing and seeing the miracles he did for unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many were para and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed and there was a great joy in the city so Several things took place when persecution happened. Jesus uses this. And why? Because you see that when persecution came, uh, they were scattered. So it actually moved everybody. Everybody <laughs> like got up uh, and left and went to different areas of the of the city. I mean, of Jerusalem. And you can read uh, and realize that the people that was added in Acts chapter two, what happened at chapter one, at chapter two, when Peter, after this um, his sermon, after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, after the Holy Spirit came and uh, Peter preached and 3000 people got saved. Those 3000 people that heard um, from their own languages, you read that, that it was a lot of people from different areas of you know Israel and the different areas of the, of the world that came and heard that. So that when they got um, saved and you fast forward to Acts chapter eight. Those same people, when persecution arose, went back until into the uh, areas. And that's what, how the gospel spread it, because God uses that persecution to spread the gospel. And people get, you know, basically uh, whatever's in you comes out. So they was all baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's why it's a must for every believer to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, because it gives you the power to be a witness and the evidence of that is speaking in tongues, but it gives you the power. That's the key thing, the power to be a witness, the power, the witness. Uh, you study that in Greek, the witness to be a martyr, basically the willing to die 
for the gospel. And you need that when persecution ar arise that you got to understand that. No, I'm not going to back down. I'm going to preach Christ and the things that happen. Number one, they preach Jesus. You know, that's the number one thing second uh, happened. Uh, number two things, uh, multitudes got saved um, out of that. So as you as persecution is increasing, we're starting to see that even now, like boldness happened. That's like and people starting to realize everybody's not stupid. People start to realize like these people, why they're getting persecuted if they're what they're believing in is not true. I mean, you got to understand. You, let's use common sense here. I mean, why are we standing for the gospel? Why are you know, we are willing to die, you know, for the cause of Christ if he did not raise from the dead. I mean, that we're wasting our time. Apostle Paul said that, you know, we're wasting our time and our, you know, our religion, whatever we're doing is null and void. I mean, it's wasting. We just might as well stop. And why as we just, you know, eat, drink and be merry. And then tomorrow we die. Like, why we just <laughs> just do that if Jesus never rose from the dead? But I want to tell you today hallelujah that he is alive and why you can tell like they persecuted him and he said if they also persecute me they're going to persecute you and everybody that's in christ jesus shall suffer persecution so you understand that so during this time miracles broke out salvations broke out uh demons next thing happened demons was cast out uh great joy happened within the city so even in the midst of persecution, great joy uh, is happening. Another thing that happened was baptisms took place. Uh, it's a lot of revivals happening, and I'm hearing about people at the same time getting baptized in water. That is key. That's what the Lord told me after I got saved, like get baptized in water, just an outward expression of an inward change, and people need to get baptized in water. But one of the things else that happened during this time, the uh, apostles heard of the person, I mean, heard of the revival that's happening, heard of the miracle signs and wonders that was happening in the midst of this. And what they do, they came down and it, this is a key point in persecution. This is how people become bold and have the power to continue on because you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You're not going to have that power for service. Uh, and I don't, that's a, just a whole nother message in itself, but it shows you that it wasn't done after salvations after miracles after all that the people had didn't receive the holy spirit and this and then they're talking about the baptism of the holy spirit so they haven't they didn't receive the holy spirit as of yet so what happened was we can read and let's let's start at um verse 14 this acts chapter 8 verse 14 it says now when the apostles who were at jerusalem heard that samaria had received the word of god they sent peter and john to them who when they had heard i mean had come down and prayed for them that they might receive the holy spirit for as yet for as yet he had uh, fallen upon none of them so that's key right there none of them received the baptism of the holy spirit this is talking not baptizing water this is talking about uh the baptism of the holy spirit because you read in uh verse 11 uh, verse 12 they were, the men and women was baptized and water now here they then continue on it said they have uh only been baptized in the name of the lord jesus right there so uh, again they were, had only been baptized in the name of the lord jesus then they laid hands on them and they received the holy spirit so during this time of great persecution 
Uh, the formula for great revival, it shows you right there that it's the formula. Miracles, demons cast out, great joy, uh, multitudes getting saved, salvations, water baptism took place. And the, the, lastly, they was baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. That is what we need um, going forward because what we're seeing in the world today is only the beginning. Um, persecution is going to increase against the body of Christ, especially in the Western culture, American Western world. And a lot of people are not prepared for that. And we need to be prepared for that because we got to understand that we as we look at what's happening in the early church, we know that when persecution increase, it equals great revival. So that's something that we need to be uh, rejoicing about because everyone talking about a great revival that's coming and which is true. But the, the aspect what's going to provoke that what's going to um, make that happen is going because great persecution. So it's going to be happening at the same time. Miracle signs and wonders. Be taking place in water baptism, baptism in the Holy Spirit, demons casting out because a lot of people in this world that's protesting, protesting, rioting, and all these things need the, the demons cast out out of, out of them, and all that's going to happen in the midst of persecution. Um, so it's something to rejoice about. It's nothing to be sad about. Nothing to go and hide it. It's something that if you listening and you say, "Man, I, I you know, I'm afraid of, you know, fear trying to grip me and things," you need to do what the early church did. It and read Acts chapter 4 and you realize that they prayed for boldness holy boldness something this boldness is not from this world this boldness comes from the Lord himself and gives upon us um, Christians and we are given a boldness to speak out and do what God has called us to do because everyone has an assignment on their life and you need to fulfill that assignment before it's too late so that is the uh, key for all of us to know that when great persecution comes it equals great revival and that's something to be rejoicing about knowing for, especially for myself i mean persecution is increasing a little bit where i'm going in zanzibar and when my feet touch the ground there i'm praying even more for wisdom holy boldness i mean you know i have the baptism on the holy spirit but lord you know it's it's time time is now for miracle signs and wonders to happen and multitudes to get saved because time is running out. Jesus is coming back soon. And we're seeing that the persecution increasing is something to rejoice about because you know that the revival, that great revival that everyone's talking about is going to take place. But it's going to happen simultaneously as persecution is increasing. Amen. So I just hope this podcast, um, you know, encourage uh, anyone that's listening and if you're listening, you never receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm talking about relationship. I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about a relationship that he wants for you right now. And if you never gave Jesus 100% of your heart, you know who you are, that you haven't given him everything. Today is the day for you to surrender your life to him. And maybe you're listening to me and you never, um, you was serving Jesus. But maybe something like this, what I'm talking about today, persecution happened, persecution within your family, your friends, wherever you at, wherever rim that you find yourself in. And there it was persecuting you and you backed off and you stopped serving Jesus, stopped giving 100 percent. And but the thing is, Jesus loves you. He never left you. He's calling you back home and he wants you to surrender again. So that if that's you, you saying, Roger, today is the day for I want to rededicate my life. I want to surrender my life um, to Jesus 100 percent. And I just want to make sure if you just want to make sure you don't have that strong confidence. But today is the day. So if that's you, just say this prayer with me. Just say, dear Jesus, I surrender 
100% of my life to you. I repent of my sins. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you risen from the dead. And I believe that you're coming back again for me. And just say, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Just say, uh, just give me a, a holy boldness to preach your word. And just say, the enemy is defeated. And I have the victory. And just say, I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. If that's you, you said that prayer, I want to congratulate you and welcome you back into the family and welcome you to the family for the first time. But I want to give an opportunity to everyone that's listening as well uh, that you know that I am officially, praise God, on my way to Zanzibar uh, at the end of July, beginning of September, not September, beginning of eight, um, August, uh, I will be leaving. Praise God. So if you want to um, participate and sow into that, um, becoming a, a monthly partner or you want to give into the ministry as a one time uh, seed, whatever that amount that the Holy Spirit lays in your heart. I want to give you the opportunity. The links are at the bottom. Um, just my name, RogerBeach.com backslash partner and find out more that what's going to happen uh, as I prepare and officially ready to launch out and go. So all glory to god so also i mean if you um listen to this podcast please subscribe to it please share it please continue to um listen to this because this podcast i'm continuing to go with messages that the um, lord lay on my heart things like that even when i'm in africa i might do some testimonies i might have some recorders of me when i'm preaching to church and things like that with my translator you get a little feel of uh, that and when i officially uh preach in swahili uh, I record that. So a lot of these things, you'll see the transition and you will be right there with me uh, along for the ride. What the Lord's going to be doing because he is coming soon. Things are happening. Great revival is going to happen. And I'm just excited. And I just thank you all for tuning into this today's podcast. God bless.